0: Welcome to The Rock Church, a vibrant, enthusiastic, edgy church meeting in West Bridgford, Nottingham. You can find out more about us by visiting the-rock.org.uk. We hope you were blessed by this message. Without any more delay, we're going to get the man of God up to come and preach the word. Let's give it up for Pastor Ali Kemp. You left your notes up here. Tell Ali he's brilliant in front of the whole congregation. Oh, are they? All right, and give them to Andrew. (laughs) Fantastic. I had a thought when we were um, worshipping, as I'm sure you did, but my thought I'm going to share because I've got the microphone. Um, I'm going to put that there because I'm freestyling tonight. I've got some notes, but I don't think they're that good, really, so we'll we'll see how we go. um, prayer, oh, prayer. Does anybody get frustrated by prayer? Thanks, thanks for your honesty. Um, prayer just sometimes feels like it doesn't cut it. It doesn't. It doesn't always work, does it? That was the thought I had when I was worshiping. Prayer doesn't always work. I'm not trying to trick you out or trip you up. It just doesn't always work. I mean, does anybody here every time you pray? It, you get an answer and it's all good. Right, okay. So I've got some people with me. Um, now, obviously, there are reasons, right? Um, I can't remember. Was it James, one of those guys who says, you don't receive because you asked with the wrong motives? Um, somebody towards the back of the Bible. So, okay, understandable. Um we can pray with the wrong motives okay Lord sorry about that let's, let's realign my prayers um the gospel says um in the gospels Jesus says um if you ask anything according to my will what's well, maybe it's because I'm not praying no maybe I'm not praying according to you I well, can't find that in the bible can't find that Lamborghini in the bible so let me change my prayer um so I'm going to pray with the right motives I'm going to pray according to your will I've got some scripture here I can stand on that and yet sometimes it does my head in does anybody know what I'm talking about got another one or two converts now but yet we know even intrinsically let alone reading the scriptures and the truth of scripture that prayer does work and God's given us prayer it's the way we commune with him we talk to him he talks to us It's the language of heaven and it's not always about asking for things but in this context it's a kind of you know it helps (laughs) just knowing God's there and talking to me is amazing don't get me wrong and it's that's the that's the staple food of our prayer diet but he also wants to give us good things. He wants to listen to our voice. He wants to hear our requests. He wants to answer our prayers. Maybe it's we're not praying in the name of Jesus. So get my motives right. Pray according to his will and let's make sure we knock on the name of Jesus and make sure I'm not praying uh, in any other name. And yet, still, still, we can come unstuck, it seems. Yet, we know prayer works. It's so frustrating. Yet this next 21 days, we've got an opportunity to potentially find a cure for this dilemma, to find a key that can launch us into successful prayer. We all know what we're talking about, fasting. Why does does God say in his word, why does he so often latch on? Fasting. Why do we know from history that when people fasted, they prayed? It's like, because prayer sometimes isn't enough. So we need some more oomph in our prayers. We need some more heavenly power wrapped around, infused with whatever it is. If something happens when we fast... And pray that doesn't happen just when we pray. Now, I don't know, maybe it's like just a small percent, but the thing is, it's the small percent of things that we're praying for that are probably the biggest ones. I'm just wondering, I spoke this morning about uh, our relationship with food and why fasting is important. Baseline, I encourage you. To, to listen to that message and I was quite conscious in my spirit that I wanted to do something totally different tonight. So I want to encourage you to listen to that message um, but for tonight I just sense when we're worshipping that we just need to unpack this a little bit and I haven't got all the answers. I don't think any of us have got all the answers but together we can start to think about this and with the inspiration of the Holy Spirit just helping us, nudging us ministering to us showing us revealing to us his word maybe we can this 21 day campaign maybe we can actually see some prayers answered that have never been answered before that we can again as Simon said it's an easy word to say when you're standing up here with the lights on the microphone and we can see some breakthrough in our prayers because if fasting is in the bible If fasting wasn't in the Bible, prayer would be enough. Maybe. No, there's probably more to it than that. Scrub that on on the podcast. But it's important that we do the two things. Jesus said, he was a sermon on the mount, his number one top hit sermon. He spoke about several things, probably over several days. And there's the passages of scripture that are, are well known to some of us. He talks about both prayer and fasting. And in both accounts in Matthew 6, he starts with, when you pray, when you fast. Now, I would bet, I hesitate to say the word bet as a pastor with a microphone, but in the language of what I'm trying to portray, I would bet that we wouldn't have any problem with when Jesus says, when you pray. Because it's like, that's what Christians do. But when it comes to when you fast, ooh, so why why is it that when you pray, even if you don't pray that much, and I could pray a lot more than I do, don't get me wrong, and it's something I'm working on. Why is it that actually when you fast, it's kind of easy to say, yeah, yeah, when we pray, we all pray, whatever, I can just knock a quick prayer out. But you can't just knock a quick fast out. Uh, fasting hurts. Fasting is a sacrifice. Fasting, let me give, just give you some definitions I gave this morning, just for those of you who maybe are new to this language. Fasting is, is basically is, is, is the giving up of natural food so that we can seek spiritual food it's to stop the hungers the natural hunger so we can hunger after god it trades the physical for the spiritual it disconnects the flesh and connects the spirit it increases spiritual weight not spiritual worth did you get that whether you fast or not god loves you all the same our value is the same but actually when we fast we lose a bit of weight, which is a nice little bonus, but we put on spiritual weight. Maybe our prayers are echoing a bit further around the heavenly realms. Maybe God says, ah, there's weight here, there's gravitas, there's there's something more in what's going on. Fasting isn't to receive God's righteousness, it's our response to that righteousness. I knew my notes would be handy at some point. And we've got this campaign at the moment, and look, if you're here and this is all new to you, or you've just really not got to grips with this, you've not planned it, you've not prepared for it, there's no condemnation, we've got 21 days. I don't know anybody who's fasting the whole 21 days, not as a full fast, I know some people are doing the Daniel fast, and that's great, and again, I, I don't want to repeat what I said this morning uh, about that, but you can go, like I say, you can go back and listen to that on the podcast, But, but the potential of some amazing testimonies for glorifying God for a momentum a new momentum in the spirit to start to take place even out of this congregation in the next 21 days if we come alongside I believe it's significantly greater than any other normal 21 days so my encouragement is for us all to get involved in some way shape or form but what are we fasting for now the right answer and maybe the obvious answer to some and I'm going to say it nonetheless but I'm not going to camp here I'm going to make sure we have got first base all sorted out we're fasting so that we can know him more so that we can sense him more and God by his Holy Spirit is living inside every believer you can't get any closer to God than he is right now Fasting's not going to get him any closer he, 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 Jesus said it's finished I've done everything I need to do fasting increases our awareness of that closeness we can sense our saviour like He's in the room and let's be honest we don't all always sense that do we or am I just too heathen here he is so we're so aware of his closeness we're so attuned to our righteousness that he's imputed into us through Jesus Christ we're so Sensitive to the spiritual realm around us because when we disconnect, when we fast, we disconnect from the things of the world. We talked this morning about how powerful cravings are, and first and foremost, the stuff that happens in our stomachs. I don't think we understand fully what it is the things that we put into our body, but. Let's take that as a given, and just in the time we've got, let's, let's think about what we might add to our fasting, because listen, I have done, far too many of the fasts that I've done have not, A, they've not been well prepared, I feel like I'm the most prepared for this fast that I've ever been by a country mile, uh, and I'm excited about that. I'm a little bit hungry now, but that's fine. I, I said this morning this is worth repeating i said that I, I heard this the other day and and it's really helped me even even today is that when you start to feel hungry i mean one thing is feeling hungry another thing is actually being hungry we looked at matthew 4 4 jesus 40 days in the desert and then it said on 40 days he was hungry because we think we're hungry but we're not actually we we say oh i'm starving we're not starving our stomach's saying we're hungry because we're used to feeding it on demand right but when we suddenly take charge then we're not actually hungry we're just breaking a cycle of you know King's stomach is called, not calling the shots anymore and actually so this thought really, has really helped me to plan and prepare for those times That when I do get hungry, I remind myself and I tell my stomach that this is all for a purpose. I am, I am taking away the desire for food. I am abstaining from food so I can get closer to my Creator. So you know, like King David, you know, bless the Lord on my soul. He talks to himself. So even today, once or twice, I've talked to myself um, and my stomach, saying, "I'm just reminding you why I'm doing this," and it reminds me why I'm doing it. So actually, every time. I get a hunger pang I'm reminded that I'm worshipping Christ you can give me a little amen so what are we fasting for we're doing these let, let me just make sure that we're on the same page we've got these two recommended fasts baseline and we're hoping that everybody can do at least one if not both and that is first and foremost to skip a meal a day, a time restricted fast or whatever works for you just some restriction of food during the 21 days so our recommendation is just a recommendation skip a meal and obviously pray so fasting is abstaining from food for spiritual purposes if we're just abstaining from food then it's a diet right but we're not doing that that's not in the bible We're, we're actually we're actually fasting so where did I get to what are we doing this for too fast, thank you, yeah, yeah, thank you. This is why I should have had notes, but we're okay, we're all good. Too fast. So we're going to do the um, the full fast, but for a restricted time. We, we reckon everybody, there's exceptions, kids, pregnant women, nursing mothers, all the rest of it. But if we're just reasonably able-bodied and we're not on tons of medication, make sure you see your doctor if you've got any doubts. But let's let's, you know, we're told to present our bodies as a living sacrifice. What does that actually mean? Fasting is just one great way that you can do that you can fulfill the command of scripture so we just sacrifice food we skip one meal and we pray for the time just as a general idea for the time that we would have prepared and eaten it the other fast is a daniel fast daniel fast isn't technically a fast because a fast is absence of food but in terms of self-denial it's still good it's it's a virtuous thing to do it's going to help it is still going to help us get us close to god but as i focus this morning on the 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 stomach the hunger our relationship with food that does take it to another dimension but i don't want to minimize that so we reckon that everybody can do at least one of those so the daniel fast if you don't know is, is, is basically giving up choice food it's giving up something that you like it's not meant to be like what can i get away with um it's like it's just bland it's keeping you alive and um Keeping the headaches at bay and all the rest of it, but you, you, the idea is that it's not—it's not fun, but it's so fulfilling because we're getting closer to our Creator. So we reckon that everyone can do at least one of them if they can. Um, no, sorry, I've got that wrong, haven't I? I've got that totally wrong. The time-restricted full fast. The other foundational fast is the social media fast. Okay, so we can all—we can all do that. You don't, you know, if you've got a medical condition, that's no reason to stay on social media, right? But then above those two, so we can do one of those two. But above those two, we've got the Daniel fast or a full-on fast, right? So that's what we're encouraging. That's what we're encouraging. Baseline, but if you can do more, great. Because I think we want to get to the point where we've got some focus and objectives. Now remember, the main objective is him. It's His presence. We don't need anything else, but but God knows that we need stuff. God knows that we are have breakthroughs waiting for us, and we want to tap into that in these twenty-one days. So, what are you praying for? There's, there's, I guess there's three things just come to mind. You can pray personally, and even now as I'm speaking, or people listening back within the sound of my voice on the podcast, you can probably just listen even in the moment think right yeah i i I could do with the breakthrough here i've been praying about this issue for years maybe decades and i'm yeah just being honest and vulnerable with god i'm a little bit fed up about it but yeah that's something so we could pray for things personally uh, we can pray for things corporately so this location what a great time to be able to pray into this and for Kathy going out to Ruddington what a great opportunity for us because it's not just about here but we can pray some things around here about people coming in because remember sometimes things happen when you're fasting that don't normally happen when you're not the prayers carry more weight as it were so it can be personal it can be corporate and I'm thinking corporately is just holistically as a church I'm, I'm going to be praying church wise I'm going to be praying for here I'm going to be praying for Kathy and the, the team evolving in Ruddington in and the Alpha that they're doing praying for salvation praying even for the hub you know we had a, a word from God to build an extension there like five six years ago and it's like it's just hitting every time so I'm going to be praying for things like around there so we can pray for individuals we can pray corporately we can also pray for each other how amazing would it be if we just had a a short list of I don't know half a dozen issues within this location within this congregation who's ringing me my daughter you might want to ring our daughter text her Um, you might want to you know we could pray around certain things how cool would it be that if we had like six reasonably major things that people are just stuck on and we all added them to our prayers just speaking to Chris before the service you know the man's in faith for his wife Heather to be healed you know early onset dementia skin problems and 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 other stuff and and yet he's in faith And he's praying faithfully. How cool would it be if we all stuck his wife and him on our prayer list these next 21 days. How great would it be if just chatting in the lounge afterwards. We just got our phones out and we just asked each other and compiled a bit of a list. And sometimes God surprises us. Sometimes we don't even need something. I don't know exactly what happened in the book of Acts when the the church leaders at Antioch were praying and fasting and worshipping God and the Holy Spirit broke through and spoke a direct word to them and said to set aside Paul and Barnabas for the work of ministry and there we see the unfolding of the missionary journeys and the writings of the New Testament letters and all came within the right people at the right time spoken in the right place why I believe because people were praying and fasting I don't know whether they were praying for that the, the bible isn't clear but I I get to think that they were just in a regular time of fasting we don't compute with that because we don't think oh regular fasting we think prayer that's the kind of thing we do regularly but no fasting Paul in his uh where did he say it let me give you some bible to make sure I'm speaking what the truth is Acts 9 9 uh no 2 Corinthians 11:27 it says Paul's talking about various things and he says he fasted often it was a part of his lifestyle it wasn't like i've got to do this spiritual tick box tick he had it was it was within him he understood the benefit and there are benefits Jesus said in that Matthew 6 scripture what he said you know when you fast not if you fast at the end of that little narrative he talks about rewards the people were fasting in the wrong way they were fasting with the wrong motives they were all standing on the street corners the Pharisees and religious leaders and everybody knew they were fasting Jesus says no that's not the way you fast he's not saying you don't do it publicly and he's not saying preaching about it is wrong in context he's just focusing in on wrong motives but it's good to encourage one another to fast and keep each other accountable. I, I've needed that in the past, and we've got the, the, the WhatsApp group now, so that's helpful as well. Just spurring one another and keeping each other accountable. But at the end of it, he says, Look, you're standing on the street corners, everybody knows you're fasting, right? That's your reward, everybody knowing you're fasting. And he says it with prayer as well there are rewards fasting and and, and he is our reward but it's more than that it's not just him he is the ultimate he if there was nothing else that would be enough but there is more and God wants there to be more if I just fathered my kids by saying I'm just here hallelujah that's it no I want to give them things I want to attend to their needs I want to not just be there for them, I want to supply, I want to give I, w- I want to spoil them and 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 God does the same, but sometimes not just the motives, not just the not praying in the name of Jesus, not just praying his will, but sometimes sometimes we need that breakthrough. The disciples had this didn't they when they were when they were with uh, they, they were ministering and the father brought the boy who was demonized. Does anybody remember that? Matthew 21, I think. And they're just praying and praying harder and praying harder and up a doing and up a deeing and trying everything they can in the name of Jesus come out and they must have been worn out probably praying for hours. Anybody else been there? I've been there before. And they're going at it and Jesus like, Nice. How, long do, how long do I have to stick with you lot and, and, and he, he, he's quite strong in his language he says you're an unbelieving and perverse generation then he goes on he says look bring the boy to me lays a hand bang delivered job done now okay it's Jesus but he was still a man who had to grow in wisdom and maturity like this. He still had to rely on the Holy Spirit. Still spent hours in the morning before anybody else got up praying, supercharged. So when these opportunities came along, bang. He did the 40 days fasting just to start his ministry. Who knows what else he did. But yet the disciples, he'd already sent the disciples out Before. And they were like, wow, Jesus, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And yet when this one comes up, probably a few months later in their ministry, it's like, what's going on, Jesus? And he was quite harsh with them. So he says they're an unbelieving and perverse generation. And then he says this type only comes out through prayer and fasting. There's a link there. Because prayer is linked to unbelief so we pray and it gets rid of our unbelief perversion talks of being twisted that's the literal word for it in the Greek and it it speaks of being um, deformed in spiritually and connected basically to the world and fasting disconnects us from the world so we disconnect from God through fasting we connect to him through prayer bang then deliverance comes then healing comes then breakthrough comes I believe this And I believe in these next 21 days, if we just catch a hold of some of this, just a portion of this, maybe it's listening back from this morning, maybe it's reading, uh, watching some of the the videos that we've put on the webpage. So all the information that's gone out in church, It's. I've been trying to encourage you and build on it, but conscious as well that people are thinking, "Oh, not under the WhatsApp message." So I've banged it all on one page. Forward slash fast track. It's all there. All the Q and A's. All the information about fasting generally. The campaign. The different types of fasting. We've got some videos on there that you can watch as well. And be What I find is watching teaching on fasting helps me to fast the most. It just encourages me. I'm reminded. Rather than, oh, how many more days till I can eat again? That's just, I've been there so many times. It's just a rubbish way to do it. So I'm just encouraging you to come on the journey together. To jump on the fast track. To think about how you're going to engage. Simon said earlier, talking of, quoting Jesus, In his 40-day fast, Matthew 4, 4, man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes out of the mouth of God. And his words are what sustains us, the spiritual life. Remember, if you're in Christ, you are first and foremost spirit. God is spirit. The Bible says that God is spirit. We are made in his image. If he is spirit, we are First and foremost, identity is our spirit. We are spirits, we have an emotion, and we live in a body. And what we're doing, we're sacrificing parts of that life in the body to gain weight in the spiritual. We're going to lose weight here. That's not the... the, Okay, that's great. That'll help a few of us. That's not the goal. But as we lose weight here, we put on weight here, and then suddenly when we start to pray the demon shake heaven's ear is inclined more than normal I don't know how it all works but it works and I want to encourage us with one minute and twenty seconds to go just to take a moment and just ask wonderful Holy Spirit right now what part if you've not decided yet i I come against a spirit of condemnation right now i come against a spirit of unworthiness i come against a spirit of i'll never be able to do it i can't even fast for an hour i can't even fast a meal i come against that in the name of jesus you are master over your body you are master over your stomach God has a plan and a purpose. God has got a treasure chest of things that he's wanting to pour out over you in these next three weeks. Whether it's a focused three or four days here, whether it's a focused day here, whether you're just gonna go for it in this way, that way, at this time, at that time, it doesn't matter. But I'm encouraging you through the conviction, not condemnation, the conviction of the Holy Spirit, to put something in your diary a simple plan this day this fast these days this fast even if you just have to do one just one commitment right now what are you going to do maybe this week don't go mad if you've never fasted before just go for a meal go for a day but if you've I want to encourage you as I've had to encourage myself if you have fasted a few days before level up what's your next one I was just gonna start with what, one or two days. I'm, I'm gonna like three days minimum. And if you go in full fast, day one, okay, I've got through day one. It's been pretty, pretty okay. Day two, look, tomorrow I might wake up with headaches. Kate's already said I've got bad breath. It's not looking good, right? Okay. Day three is not going to be much better. It's probably going to be a bit worse. But something happens on the third day. Just like Jesus, something happened on the third day. Our bodies are incredibly wired to get rid of toxins, to totally regenerate the immune system. So many other things happen physically when we fast. Now remember all the, all the asterisks and the watchouts and, and all that. But when we do, we enter a zone and you could go four, five, six, day four is the same as day three, day five, if you just hit a plateau, your stomach's bowed down to you, and if you're going to do the fast, just try and do it to the best of your ability, because if you put just something in there, look, if, there's no condemnation, look, I put a bit of bread in my mouth, you know, in communion, but every time you put something in your mouth when you're doing a full fast, you wake your stomach up again, the idea is we're putting that to sleep, and we're awakening our spirit. So, Father God, just help us. Holy Spirit, just bring direction, conviction, come against confusion, and just put in our hearts right now into everybody's heart and mind. Would you just, would you just enlighten them with a sense of? breakthrough in the heavenly realm in the spiritual realm something that we can go for something that we can focus on maybe even you're just thinking of somebody you sat near or somebody in the congregation right now that you think you know what i know they're going through something and i'm going to contact them if they're not here now or i'm going to bump into a coffee i'm going to say i'm going to i'm going to be praying for you i might not be fasting for 21 days but i'm going to be praying for you during these 21 days Can you just imagine, can you just imagine, maybe we'll have one of the moments where actually it doesn't really matter what we're praying, like the church leaders in Antioch, and suddenly God breaks through, gives us a key, brings some people in, maybe brings somebody into our midst who gets saved, radically saved, and goes out and brings another 20 people with them. I don't know what it'll be, but we won't know unless we get in that fasting zone, or shall I say, get on the fast track. God bless you.